This is Pulling from the Stacks podcast.
Stacks, episode 75, DJ Ian Head, special guest in the place right now, DJ Center, I've known this guy for a long time, I probably am DJing because of this guy, back in, um, 97, I want to say 96, 96, I've known you since 96, but back in 97, I think you, you upgraded your mixer, mm-hmm. and so you offered your Gemini DJ mixer yeah. to me. I bought it for what, 75 bucks? Yeah, I think it was 75 bucks. At that point, I believe I had like a Radio Shack turntable I also bought. That's right. That's all I had. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this DJ shit. I'm going to buy this guy's Gemini mixer and go for it. And a couple of my friends were like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get the credit. I'm not, I'm, none of this is happening without DJ Center. Welcome. Pulling from the stacks. That memory <laughs> you, just, you just shared took me back right to your dorm room up in Sarah Lawrence. And I distinctly remember you putting me on to like certain early, what I can consider foundation pieces for my collection um early cti stuff um some early parliament stuff you know different jazz pieces um mostly like jazz fusion i'd say mm-hmm. probably back then i remember the mill jackson record the I, mill jackson i had just record, copped yeah. that so that was a big piece yeah and there was like those kind of early Lonnie Liston Smith mm-hmm. you know and those records I think really opened me up because up until then it was I was pretty rolling pretty heavy with, with hip hop mm-hmm. and some reggae but I mean I listened to some jazz before that like Coltrane and different stuff but really the jazz fusion and the breaks and that, that stuff that you started turning me on to and then we would go digging and then I started looking for that stuff on my own as well mm-hmm. that's really where my collection expanded mm-hmm. I do want to shout out uh, two people when we're talking about jazz um, randomly but uh, my man Dave Lopresti that's uh, right because he definitely put me on I was not really hip at all to classic like foundational records mm-hmm. um and then definitely jumbo the garbage man yeah playing things for me um after classes uh in the cafeteria uh and on the show on, i remember you, me on the you, used to, you used to play me the beat jeopardy show yep yep you used to tape man. yep lifesaver movement yeah um so 
definitely big up those guys for kind of getting it kick started. But yeah. So we've been we've been digging digging up all kinds of pieces, but especially these jazz pieces for a long time. And some cats know, but if you don't know, you need to go look up that Feel What I'm Feeling mix CD that DJ Center dropped. One of your first releases? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was like my first, definitely first official proper mix release mm-hmm. as a DJ. That was a double disc. One side, hip-hop soul, and then one side, all jazz. All it, jazz. It's funny because I wanted to release the mix just as a jazz mix. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, this is just, you know, as my first statement as a DJ, as a, as a club, lounge, radio, whatever, mm-hmm. as a DJ, somebody that rocks crowds, to come with a jazz mix just seemed too far. Uh-huh. It just seemed too out there. So I didn't. So I kind of packaged it with the hip hop soul, even though it was all music I love. Of course. But to make it a little more digestible and what's what's remembered better and uh, and still celebrated to this day, or even at that time when I put it out yeah. was the jazz side. Yeah. And I didn't want to. I, I was purposeful about it because I didn't want to do. A, a jazz breaks breaks exactly or I didn't want to just do hey check out these funky 15 yeah. seconds yeah I wanted to let the music speak for itself I wanted to let the songs breathe but I did want to try to present them with some kind of flow mm-hmm. like a DJ set yeah and um and maybe some even blending or fading if I could get it off and it could make sense musically mm-hmm. but and and I gotta give it. I got, I'm gonna toss the the baton back to you because when we were roommates, you cut a CD called Crunchy Jazz, <laughs> and you gave me that, and I was like, man, fuck, Ian's doing this jazz. I'm gonna do my version, <laughs> and that's really where I feel what I'm feeling was born uh, from. Man. And uh, even though Crunchy Jazz had a di- very different vibe to it than Feel What I'm Feeling, I think. Yeah. But. Uh, but you were one of the first to like put down jazz, crunchy jazz. Crunchy jazz. Wow, I, I took select the select few that have that. Yeah, <laughs> the select two, <laughs> <laughs> the cereal bowl on the cover. Yeah, that's right. Wow, maybe I'll upload that in the SoundCloud one of these days. What was I it? The Captain upload. Crunch on the cover. Captain Crunch, corn pop, something yeah. like that. Yeah, crunchy jazz. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow, taking it back, but. Feel what I'm feeling is definitely available on Discogs and out there floating around. And it is, and also on PushTheFader.com, I've uploaded it. You oh, can word. download it in its entirety. Dope. It's on my Mixcloud. Dope. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely out there for for cats to access. Access, access, access. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes the immigrant in me is. <laughs> um, yeah. So. We recorded the um, the music for this one on a beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, good, a good, a good moment to play some dope jazz records. Kind of a fall Sunday morning. We're recording this this little interview on kind of a rainy Tuesday night. Um, but we listened back to it, just a little bit of the jazz pieces that you played. Yeah, and um, it fit the mood. It fit the kind of fall, like. The sun going down a little earlier, yeah. you know. Um, 
what we were talking about, I think what we were speaking on, I don't know if we were recording at the time, but talk about how some music is like, it it, it complements the season or the, or the weather specifically. Like certain records to me are like winter records mm-hmm. or, you know, rainy day records. Some music is, you know, summertime records, sunshine records. But yeah, I think that Coltrane, that first Coltrane record I played, that was definitely like a, a rainy day, rainy fall, winter day, and uh, very much kind of like mm-hmm. what tonight is for sure. Word, word. There's a lot of stories we could go over, we could tell. Is there anything specific to this set of the records you played that um that you want to you know touch on? Um, man, it just came from the heart. It's just records that I love. You you have a beautiful platform with pulling from the stacks where it's just about playing good records and uh that's really that was it just play some of my favorite jazz records across the board um there's some there's some jazz from here in america then there's there's a brazilian jazz record on there um and there's even a jamaican definitely inspired by jazz a version of take five Uh, yeah i love that one um so you know just as as I've been fortunate enough to travel and, and play with different heads and, and build with different folks, you know, the the crates have expanded and Definitely. And uh yeah, it's I'm wide open man and I'm still I feel like in so many ways, like with this music thing and when with jazz alone it's like it's endless. Word. So special guest for episode seventy five. Um man, we made it seventy five episodes. Wow. Crazy. Um, and definitely gonna keep it going. Uh, shout outs to listeners who have who have tagged along for this journey, new and old. Um, shout out to People Mixes for all the supporting. Any shouts before uh, we bring it back to the music? I can shout out um, one of my first mentors in this music thing, a brilliant jazz musician named Daniel Carter. Um, I want to shout out DJ Ian Head, very instrumental in, in building on this music thing. Um, there's so many people to shout out that I've come across over the years doing mm-hmm. music, um, and I feel equally inspired by, by so many of them. So I'm just going to say love and respect to everyone who's been riding with me Pushthefader.com, DJ Center on social media. Instagram, Push the Fader, Twitter, Facebook. Word. Check form. Push the Fader. You got things coming. You got things in the works. You got things already there. Discogs. Buy the records before they they become extra rare and go up in price. Um, collectibles. Special shout out to the um, book and record store on. 7th Street back in the 90s between A and 1st where I bought my Alice Coltrane record. Oh yeah, that was a great spot. Um, Alright, let's get into my set. (laughs) 